Chapter 1. Michael's Awakening <gasps> Michael woke up at his desk with drool smeared across his cheek. He had fallen asleep in art class again. Oh, Keeping his head down to avoid embarrassment, he wiped his face clean with his sleeve while lifting his head so that hopefully no one would notice the embarrassing mess he's made. But then Michael noticed something peculiar as he opened his eyes and peered across the room. The classroom was empty. What the hell? Michael brushed some of his dark hair out of his face and rubbed his eyes to make sure his mind wasn't playing tricks on him. Nope. Clearly, the classroom was indeed vacant. The desks clean, the chairs empty, the walls plastered with high school grade artwork. After the initial confusion of being alone set in, an air of shock immediately kicked him in the chest as he noticed something else while looking at the windows. They were dark. His eyes widened. What the hell? He got out of his chair quickly and rushed over to the window to peek outside and there he definitely saw it. The moon was hanging aloft above the trees, their silhouettes outlined by its yellow glow. Shit! He began to panic. Are you serious right now? He said to no one. Did they really leave me sleeping all day? What the fuck? But none of it made sense to Michael. He was in a predicament that no one ever gets prepared for. It's not every day that you are forgotten by your peers and left asleep at your desk in your own drool. Michael thought quietly as he stood by the window looking back into the empty classroom. The school had a security system. If he attempted to simply open a door to the outside or make any rash decisions while he was inside, he'd set something off, the police would arrive, and he'd probably be arrested for trespassing. He knew he couldn't risk it. It was better to be safe than sorry. So he decided that the best thing to do would be to wait until the school opened in the morning, and when the time came, he'd try to blend in with the arriving students. Easy, he thought out loud but he'd have to stay awake all night. How much time was there left anyways? He looked at his digital wristwatch. It read 11.18 p.m. Serling High School opened its doors to students at 8.30 a.m., so Michael would have to tough it out for over nine hours. But even worse than that, he'd have to stay awake during school all day the next day so he could keep this predicament from happening again. Still, the issue at this moment to Michael would be to find something in the school to keep him occupied for nine hours. Suddenly, Michael felt another hit of anxiety in his chest. His parents! They must be worried out of their minds. Any parent's worst nightmare would be their child not coming home from school. He immediately felt guilt for not being responsible. But on the other hand, he felt a sense of arrogant pride as he remembered all the times they refused to get him that cell phone he wanted, 
That could have prevented this, after all. And then Michael immediately snapped back to his senses. Of course! He could use the teacher's desk phone. He'd just call his parents, let them know what happened, and sure, they'd be mad. But the good news of hearing their son is okay would surely outweigh their anger at his irresponsibility. Michael walked from the window towards Mrs. Dotson's desk, pushing a few students' chairs back under their desks. Along the way, artwork suspended by clothespins and strings grazed his hair. The art class was a sloppy gallery of amateur works of art. Varying degrees of skill and creativity plastered the walls and hung from strings suspended around the room like a spider's web made of construction paper and colorful blotchy ink. As he approached the teacher's desk, he noticed that the desk was oddly in disarray. Huh. A number of supplies were knocked over. A pencil and pen holder lie on its side, its contents spread across the desk. Even the teacher's nameplate was out of place. It was odd to see the desk left in such a way. Michael looked at the strange office phone with all of its buttons and features. Having never used one before, he thought he'd just try it out like a normal phone. Picking up the handset, he began dialing his parents' number on the main unit. He then placed the handset to his ear. Nothing. No dial tone, no ringing. Just the quiet, barely perceptible white noise of static. He hit a number on the dial pad and heard its tone on the handset but it didn't seem to be making the call or registering anything. Worried, he began to study the screen on the main unit. It had options to check voicemail and hold a call, but how the fuck do you make a phone call with this thing, he wondered. After a couple more tries, he gave up. Placing the handset back in its receiver, he took a seat in the teacher's chair, defeated by the office phone before him. He accepted his fate with a low sigh. He was definitely staying up that night in Serling High School. But now what? Looking around the messy art room before him, he reclined in the teacher's chair and let his imagination take hold. He could take this office chair and race it up and down the halls like he'd always wanted to, but that might cause an accident to happen. Michael was too smart for that. Can't leave any evidence behind that a student spent the night here. Gotta be careful. Lame, he thinks to himself as he starts to spin in the chair. I guess I could explore and see some rooms I've never been in. That could be interesting. So Michael gets up from the chair, walks over to his desk, and picks up his sketchbook. First, he needed to make a trip to his locker. <laughs> 